Hello, and welcome to Teaching, Learning, and Everything Else. A series of conversations with innovative educators at colleges and universities across the country and around the world. This podcast is produced by faculty and staff in the Center for the Advancement of Teaching and Faculty Development at Xavier University of Louisiana. And now, let's talk about teaching, learning, and everything else. Hi, I'm Bart Everson. I'm sitting here in the CAT conference room with Florestina Payton-Stewart, Jaya Sridhara, and Richard Peters. And what brings us together today is just something that's been puzzling everybody for a while. It seems like there's lots of great innovation that's happening in science, all these scientists doing incredible work, great things, and, and for normal mortal human beings, it can be difficult to figure out or to even understand some of the advanced um, research that's going on, or even uh, things like uh, the climate crisis and other important stuff. Scientists seem to be making discoveries, but a lot of times lay people, like myself, struggle to understand what's going on. So I understand that all of y'all have cooked up something to help with that. Can, can you tell me what that is? Uh, yes, this is Florestina Payton-Stewart. Um, we've pretty much been funded by the National Science Foundation to actually enhance the efforts around scientific communication. And this is not just for STEM faculty, but also non-STEM faculty. Um, really, to train our faculty members on the art of actually deliberation, not debates, but deliberation about um, social, scientific, social, economic issues. Say right. Um, and we're we're going to use workshops, a workshop, two workshops that we will offer the faculty members here at Xavier to actually train them on the art of de- deliberation and how to embed different modules in their courses. Wow, that's that's it's very interesting to me that uh, you use that term deliberation. I've got some friends who've been talking a lot about the importance of deliberative democracy, mm-hmm. and that that uh, deliberation is is like a, a one of the bedrock principles that we need, and seem to be kind of lacking. So, so this is not just about communication from experts to lay people. No. Yeah, so I'm Jayash Rider. So deliberation is uh, a form of communication where it's uh, between people from different walks of life and from different races, from different economic strata. So they come together and talk about a social science issue and they put forth their personal opinions to the entire group and then the group as a whole tries to figure out what is the common point from all of the people and what kind of thoughts can go into creating a public choice that actually addresses people from all walks of life and all races and all types of economic strata. So it is a question of people coming together putting forth their opinion and coming to a common ground for the betterment of the society. So that's the goal of the democratic deliberation on social science issues. That sounds important for a pluralistic society. <laughs> um, now, you know, you're a scientist, and, and you're a scientist, yes. but uh, and 
you can't see me, but I'm turning now to Dr. Peters. Uh, but you're not a scientist, are you? So uh, this is not just for scientists? Absolutely, it's not just for scientists, but I think we're all in some shape or form scientists, and I do have a background, I have a degree in chemistry, which I like oh, to really? remind. I, but but I'm, I'm absolutely coming at this from, from the non-science uh, area, and, and listening to what J.M. Flo has said, and having been part of this experience, uh, I can tell you that beyond just this being uh, applicable to non-science courses, it's really helpful to all of us in our pedagogical work. Uh, you know, as, as, as faculty, as instructors, we're working with our students to really get them to think about complex critical issues in innovative ways. But many times we are ourselves uncertain how best to manage that process. And so one of the great things that you're going to get out of this workshop is to kind of learn skills, to find ways and apply models to help you as an instructor in the classroom to facilitate this type of deliberative uh, uh, work and, and importantly decision making. So students are going to come up with outcomes here that can be applied to real life uh, issues like climate change, like um, or environmental uh, conservatism. All of those things are going to be part of this and so you know yeah, totally useful to anybody, science or even perhaps non-science related. Excellent. And unlike most of the conversations we have in this series, for this we really have a, a timely call to action. We want people who are hearing this to actually come to the workshop. And to do that, they probably need to register. Is that right? Yes. Okay, and this is uh, open to faculty here at Xavier, but uh, even beyond. If people are hearing this from somewhere else and, and they're interested, they can also follow that link that we'll uh, include with the, um, in the show notes, so to speak, in the description. Uh, when, is the, when is this workshop scheduled for? Um, the first workshop is October the 15th, and part two of the workshop is October the 29th, and it's from 9 to 4. Um, and we do provide lunch um, <laughs> as part of the workshop. Um, so as I said, for part one, there'll be session one and session two, and then we'll have a break. And then for part two, part two we'll have session three and session four. And that link that, we'll, um, that you're talking about that will be in the discussion, we'll have a description of the different sessions that will be provided. Fantastic. It's, uh, I think lunch, serving lunch certainly helps maybe for some of those fence sitters. <laughs> I was going to ask, is there, is there anything you want to add though beyond, uh, beyond the, beyond lunch? Is there anything that we want to add uh, to, to convince anybody who might say like, oh, that sounds pretty interesting, but I'm kind of on the fence. So, so I always say we, we got some snacks to know, but, <laughs> but in all seriousness, one of the things I loved about the way, you know, even JM Flow do their work and we model this, this workshop, uh, similar to some of the workshops I've, I've been privy to in CAT, is that there is a lot of actual hands-on work. So you're not going to just leave here with a you know good head knowledge and then kind of have to put that into practice or figure that out. There's opportunity throughout the workshop for you to actually practice what you're learning and get involved. So it's a very, very participative, very um, you know hands-on type of experience, I think. So I think faculty are, are going to 
So appreciate that. Uh, it doesn't mean that you have to come with a syllabi or things already set. You know, you can come open-ended, you can have an idea, you can be further along in the process, but you're going to be able to work on something and have tangible uh, deliverables, if I, if I would use that term, uh, especially moving from uh, the first to the second. So there's going to be a connection there. So I think, you know, that's something really appeals to, to faculty, that you're, you're leaving with something that you can use. Yeah, as Richard said, it's very interactive. Um, we're, we're, we're meeting the faculty where they are. If you come in with some ideas about what you would like to embed in your course that's centered around some of the uh, social issues that are going on, um, maybe we have a module for that and we have consultants who will be here who can work with the faculty members to develop a module if we don't have something currently in place. So. Um, we're excited and we, we just want people to come out and learn about the art of deliberation and facilitation and improve the scientific communications that faculty, staff, and students have here at Xavier. Yeah, we will provide all workshop attendees with a broader outlook on how to create a course module and if they already are teaching a course, how to make that particular course module relevant to the overall course description and the course goals. And we will also assist them in creating uh, assignments that can be graded. And also after the deliberation, how to uh, create an assignment that will actually reflect the deliberation that was conducted in the class. So all of these uh, different assignments can be graded for points so that this is not a module that does not have relevance to the overall outcome of the course. Great. Sounds like a winner to me. What about the title? I don't think we ever uh, mentioned the title of this workshop. What, 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 are, yeah. what are we calling this thing? It's a science pedagogical a workshop on science communication to the public. All right. Well, the, thank you so much. Uh, yes? I would also like to add that uh, we provide mini grants to workshop participants for development of the course module. So anybody who has attended the workshop can actually apply for a mini grant that will help them to develop the course module and also the setting up the deliberation in their classroom on the social science issue policies. And to and to qualify essentially for that mini grant, you have to have, have attended right the, the, the workshop. So yeah, it's a, but it, yeah, it's not just an incentive to attend, but as 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 Jay mentioned, it's a process. So once you have you know have that information, now you want to see that through. We're going to work with you when I say us, but also our consultants are going to work with you to actually develop that into something that you can impart and implant into implement into your class. So it's a it's a, it's a relationship we're trying to build here to, to really help help foster this in the classroom. And and we're we're very aware that this takes time, mm -hmm. effort, and work. So that's one of the reasons for implementing the mini grants. We will also help you to conduct uh, surveys on the new course module that you have developed and uh, developed and implemented, and uh, this can lead to a publication. Mm -hmm. on the work that you have done. Well, I'm excited just to have any kind of tangential role with this because uh, this is, seems to me like the exact kind of faculty development that we really need, you know, authentic faculty development developed by faculty 
for faculty is really the best. You know, tends really to meet the needs uh, in the best kind of way when the people who are planning it and putting it into practice are also faculty uh, who are teaching right here, you know, in, in, at, at Xavier. So um, thank you so much for uh, bringing this together, and I'm glad that uh, CAC can help support it in some kind of way. Thank you. Thank you. Thanks for listening to this installment of Teaching, Learning, and Everything Else. For more information, please visit our website at cat.zula.edu. That's C-A-T dot X-U-L-A dot E-D-U. Until next time, keep on teaching, learning, and everything else.